Hey folks, welcome to the Jason Wright Show. It is Monday, we're heading into the holidays, and I am loving it. And today's episode is about being willing to do things poorly. And I know no one wants to be really bad at a thing. No one wants to suck. And one of the things that made me think about this was this past weekend, my nephew, one of my nephews got married. And I did something I rarely ever do. I actually danced. And let me tell you something, I dance poorly. I suck. I am the worst. I'm awful. But let me tell you something. I shook my junk all over that dance floor. I mean, I brought it down. I got jiggy with it. I made, it was unbelievable in a not so good way. But you know what? I brought the laughter up. I kept the mood light. It was awesome. But I thought about that and I thought, you know, there was a time when Michael Jackson sucked as a dancer. He did. And I also... It, what really made me kind of think about this even before I displayed my horrendous dance moves was this video that I just recently saw uh, of Ed Sharon, who was on a British talk show. And he was talking about how a lot of people think that artists that become very successful, you know, that you know, Prince and uh, the Beatles, Elvis, uh, Justin Timberlake, all these people, I think they're just naturally gifted. They're just naturally gifted. I remember I had one time, and he was just doing it to piss me off, uh, but my brother, whenever I was in high school, he was telling me that you know I was just naturally gifted at playing football, that I really didn't have to work that hard because I was just naturally gifted at it, to which I said, okay, if that's the case, then why am I strapping with cargo straps to my back and spare tires on my back? Why am I taking these straps, putting them into these around these tires, and dragging them around the perimeter of our parents' five-acre yard every single day during the heat of the summer. If I'm so naturally gifted, why am I doing that? It's because I wanted to be better. I knew that my natural talent could only take me so far that I had to work. And that's how it is with every single person that ever becomes great at anything, is you have to be willing to do something poorly so that you can then get good at it. And this video of Ed Sharon came up in my feed this past week, and I thought, that's pretty cool. I don't know Ed Sheeran. Of course, I don't know Ed Sheeran, but I don't listen to Ed Sheeran. That's what I meant to say. I don't listen to Ed Sheeran's music. Uh, It's tolerable, uh, but it's not my thing. And But I do know that he's kind of like, he was kind of a a phenomenon when he came on, right? It's like out of nowhere, this, this young British guy comes along with his guitar and He's known for having being a good lyricist, uh, his vocals, his guitar playing, and people love him. The guy's wildly successful. And he shows up in my feed, and I listened to this, and I thought, you know what? That, that really nails it for so many people that either, one, they don't think they can ever be good enough at a thing to even attempt it, but what's more, I think, more tragic is that people do things. They set out starting out at, at a thing that's something they really, really want to be good at, but when they go through those early phases of sucking at the thing that they would really love to be good at, they let that keep them from moving forward. And I think that's a real tragedy. So I wanted to inspire you guys uh, today with a little bit of Ed Sheeran and his story on how he once sucked. The guy that can now sell out stadiums once sucked. And here's a little bit of that video. Here's my thing. When, when people go, when people go, oh, Oh, you're you're so talented, you were born with natural talent. I'm like, "Mm, no. Have a a listen to this, right? This is is the... um, Have you... Has this been played in public before? 
No. Okay, so this is... So this is, um, this is an exclusive. Ed Sheeran, when he was shit, basically. Yeah, basically, basically all I'm saying is when, when, when people say artists are born with talent, you're not. You have, to, you have to really learn and really practice. This is me playing guitar and singing. I'm going to put it into my mic like this. It's OK so far. I love that. And what I love most about that is that Ed Sheeran has that on his phone. He's playing that on his phone in this talk show, that he keeps that <laughs> just handy when he needs it, this horrible recording of him. And, you know, the cool thing about it is I remember listening to, or not or not listening to, but reading about Don Mattingly, who was one of my favorite ballplayers growing up, played for the Yankees, Donnie Baseball. And I remember that he would go out off a tee, hitting off a tee, he would take 500 swings off a tee before every single game. You're talking about Donnie baseball. I remember reading a story about how Larry Bird used to shoot so many free throws in his, whenever he was practicing. I don't remember what the number was. It was just some ungodly number of free throws. And then later on, he was doing an advertisement and it was almost impossible for Larry Bird to miss a shot. He would try that, like he was supposed to miss a shot for this commercial, and he almost couldn't do it. He was naturally wired to make the shot. And I look at these greats, and I think back. Yes, a lot of them had natural talent, but you know, you think about Michael Jordan, who famously was benched by his high school coach. I don't think he made the varsity team his uh, junior year or senior year, and and then look look where he went. <clears throat> These players that they weren't that good. Tom Brady, if you ever want to see someone that has just very little athleticism, that was not naturally gifted as an athlete, but worked his way into being, I mean, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, go back and watch Tom Brady's uh, combine tape. It'll blow, I mean, slow. There were offensive linemen that were faster than Tom Brady. And look, look how that story ended up. Zig Ziglar was right. Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Don't let the fact that you're not good at something today stop you from continuing to do it tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. The only way you can get great at a thing is to be willing to overcome the sucking. It's like the Navy SEALs say, embrace the suck. If you're bad at something, but you want it bad enough, and look, here's another thing too. So there was a book by Seth Godin a while back called The Dip, and the whole, th the whole book was essentially about knowing when to quit. And that's really hard. If, if you're like me, and I think if you're listening to this show, you're probably somebody that, I mean, look, the motto of the show is improve always and always. It's a self-improvement podcast, so that's probably why you're listening. You like to hear messages of self-improvement and, and, and the like. At least I hope you do because that's what I try to present to you. And so if you're that type of person, it's really hard. To, to quit, especially if you're raised like I was and you, you're constantly hearing, you know, winners never quit and quitters never win. So you don't quit, you don't quit, you don't quit. But yes, there comes a time when you should quit. And if you want to know how to figure out when you should quit and when you shouldn't, here is a litmus test that I have implemented for myself. If 
I'm willing to quit and walk away without regret. That means I probably wasn't onto something that I should have been putting my time and effort and energy into in, in any way. I obviously didn't want it as bad as I may have thought I did on the front end. And that's okay. But if there's something right now, if there's something you tried before, whether it's any, a lot of, it's really easy to go to creative tasks, right? Writing, singing, playing an instrument, these things that just, we, I don't care if you are a naturally brilliant, bright, talented person. The first time you pick up a guitar, it is going to hurt your fingers after a very short period of time to play it. Trust me, I know. Before you form those calluses, it is very difficult. The first time you play a saxophone, that reed is going to it's going to tickle your lips and it's just these awful noises are going to come out. The first time you play a trumpet, it's just weird. There's spit going everywhere. It hurts your head. The first time you swing a golf club, you're going to take a, a big old hunk of turf. It's going to suck. And you're going to be like, what? This just is awkward. I mean, I, these guys that are just these Danny Way and Jeff Kendall and Tony Hawk and all these amazing skaters over the years. Those are probably, those are all older guys. Look, I'm old. I don't know any of the, the new, the new guys skating. But when they went out there with that board that just would roll out from under their feet, they kept going and going, and going. You know why? Because it's their passion for it that drew them through the suck. And so I think that if you're willing to give it up and walk away and not miss it, then you're probably doing the right thing. Let it go. Go move on to something else. But if you look back over the course of your life and there's something that you regret not being good at, then go get it. Go do it again. Go do it again. And be willing to get over the suck. Because here's the cool thing about it. Here's what we know through the study of neuroscience, that if you're wanting to get into a flow state, you almost have to hit the resistance. You almost have to hit the suck before you're ever going to be any good. But, that, but the cool thing is, whenever you hit the suck, whenever you hit the resistance, that's when the norepinephrine will kick in. That's, that's the hormone that will kick in. It's like an adrenaline rush. And if you can leverage that to push you through, then it, just the least little bit of mastery of like, let's say you're trying to play guitar. If you can at least get through the suck, the suck, the suck, and then all of a sudden, boom, you can crush one chord. That's it. You can just completely just murder one chord. Then that's going to all of a sudden unleash some dopamine. And then that's going to push you. And it's going to push you, but you, but you got to get through the suck. You got to get through the suck. Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. But if you determine to yourself, I suck at this and it's just not worth the pain. It's not worth the struggle. Move on to something that is. But my encouragement for you today is this. As you look back over the artifacts of your endeavors in life, what, again, you tried to write. You tried to, uh, you tried to sing. You tried to play an instrument. And you just couldn't allow yourself to suck that much for that long. But you really regret never doing it. It's not too late. It's never too late. I had um, David Carter on my podcast here recently. A, uh, just a, a, a world-renowned CEO, coach, and mentor. And he was talking about this lady who wanted to be a pianist and was very, very talented. Incredibly talented but was never going to sell out Carnegie Hall, was never going to perform at somewhere like that. But what she could do is teach. And so she took that talent that was not going to, she was not going to get paid to play the piano for an audience, but you know what? She was so good, she could get paid by students who would one day be concert pianists 
to pay her to teach them. Just because you're not good enough at a thing to where people are going to pay you to do that thing does not mean you shouldn't do it. Even like, even if you're not going to teach it, don't let that under start to value the fulfillment of just being good at something for its for the sake of being good at something. Even if no one's ever going to see and everything's going, and no one's ever going to know. Find that 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 internal satisfaction that innate satisfaction in being good at a thing and in overcoming the suck because let me tell you something most of us you know i guess uh you know mozart was a virtuoso right and he was a prodigy i think he was 8 he was 5 i think when he wrote the music for what became twinkle twinkle little star Ine Kleine knock music the bum 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 Sorry, I had to listen to that. But I think he wrote that when he was relatively young as well. I want to say in his 20s. So, yeah, Mozart, probably born with a hell of a lot of talent. He could play music by ear. But if you look at, if you read the story, and Ron Chernow has an incredible biography of Mozart, you'll, you'll see that his father had him at the piano practicing over and over and over and over. He just was relentless with him. So it was putting in the reps that made Mozart great. It wasn't his natural gifts and ability. And there was probably, I guarantee you, when he first sat down to that piano, although he picked it up quickly, he probably sucked. He was probably just some little kid banging on a keyboard. So I want to encourage you today, as you go through your week, you start to think about those things you might not be as good at doing as you want. Remember, there was a time when Ed Sheeran sounded like a cat having its tail run over whenever he would try to sing. Tiger Woods once would get giant clumps of turf under his, uh, flying through the air whenever he'd swing at a golf, golf club or swing at a golf ball. Tom Brady look like and just look terrible at the combine. I'm pretty sure the first thing that uh, Leo Tolstoy, Ernest Hemingway, F. Scott, F. Scott Fitzgerald, the first things they ever wrote were probably terrible. As a matter of fact, that's a good one too. If you if you do any research on most authors, they look back on their early works with just absolute disgust. They just think, oh my gosh, how did I write that? So, Just remember, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Just do it poorly long enough till you start to see yourself getting better and better and better at it. All right, I hope you found this encouraging. Never stop improving, always and always. I'm Jason, and I'm out. Well, that does it for this episode of The Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan Media production. Fourth Wall did the music, and as always, Thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again...